Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Ella, how you been? How have I been? You know, sometimes you need a breakdown to build up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You are. You're right. So I feel like I had a breakdown like two weeks ago, but now I'm like back on top and it's like, it's good. Okay. Like, I also just feel like I suffer from like depression. We all know that, right? Yeah. Sometimes things are just worse than others. Sometimes things are just down bad and you forget that you have depression, you know? Yeah. Because I've had it all my life. It's kind of my normal. Yeah. So <laughs> now I'm like back at it. I'm good. I'm good to go. But I have something. I don't even know if I want to share it with the podcast because like it's not like a recommendation. It's more something that I found and I don't know whether I love it or hate it. Okay. Are you okay. familiar with the reality TV show Milf Manor? No. What is that? Okay, it's crazy. Okay, so I had my roommate's coworkers recommended this because they know we like terrible reality TV. The premise of the show is you have eight older women looking to date younger men, and you have eight younger men looking to date older women. The twist is their mothers and sons living in the same house dating the opposite gender. I don't like that. (laughs) It is. I'm going to be honest. It's a little fucking twisted. I think it'll be a part of like some type of social experiment. I don't think it's ethical. That's why I don't know if I recommend it. But it is so fucking unhinged on every single level that it's like hard to look away. Got you. Um, It it does sound interesting. If that if that if anything interesting, a, a an interesting watch. It it seems crazy because it's giving like early two thousands TV where we were doing we were doing crazy unethical thing with reality yeah. TV. It's filming right now. It's getting aired as we speak. Listen, I think we're we're coming back around. Like it, the early two thousands were like anything goes, right? And then we kind of like gathered it. We got a little bit together, but now Netflix is like whatever. Just do it. Yeah, like, people are gonna watch anyway. <laughs> So this is a TLC show. Uh, TLC mm-hmm. is known to be unhinged. So yeah, that is very, very true. Yeah. So do I recommend it? I don't know. I don't not recommend it. I just don't want you guys to watch it. And then it'd be like so and you because there's just some like very fucked up weird things going on. It's giving mama's boy. It's giving mm. it's like, just they're, they're trying to date their mothers in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a lot of people with mommy issues. It's a lot of adult women that are looking for validation in 20-year-old men. It's giving just they need therapy, honestly. So I don't want you guys to watch it because when I watched it, I was like, I can't believe this bitch would recommend this to us. Like, this is so demented. And she was like, I know it's fucked up, right? So, but it's entertaining. All right. Well, maybe I'll watch. But I guess, I guess my update, I don't really have that many updates, but I, I guess I won't be watching because... Yesterday, I woke up from my little nap, and I was a little groggy, and I was, like, trying to get something, and I broke my TV, like, shattered the screen of my TV. So, I guess I won't be watching anything. If you got a TV you don't want in the New York area, and you want to give me a TV, I'll take it off your hands. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no big news over here, but, you know, talking about the TV show, does bring me to some of um a little L I took I, when we recorded the last episode I kind of forgot to look at our responses regarding listener guilty pleasures so we're just gonna do them right now 
We'll just, we, no, no guilty pleasure left behind. Love it. All right. Somebody set for their guilty pleasures. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, it was all about that. Microdosing on my roommate's food. Mmm. That's, that's really <laughs> funny. That's a good one. That's a great one. I can't say that I do that. I can't say I've never done that. I will say I, whenever I bring out a nice cheese, my roommate is like, where'd you get that? And I was like, that was hidden from you. Because he likes to microdose on my fancy cheese. And if you take a little hit two, three <laughs> times a day, the, the fancy cheese is gone. And I pull out the You're fancy cheese and I'm like, I know damn well I haven't eaten this much. Listen, people will catch up to that. Shakira Shakira knows that someone Oof. was was sipping on her jams and her man's other juices, okay? And that's how she found that out. So maybe be careful. Be careful with that one. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Another one said, uh, being called daddy. I, don't, I feel like that one. You know what? I, own it. You like being I, called daddy? Make it out of your whole persona. <laughs> No one's ever called me daddy. Now I feel like I'm looking for it. I had a gym partner and he used to call me little daddy. And I really like that. I love that. <laughs> so we're we're here for daddy. If you want to be called daddy, you know, just make sure people are comfortable with that. Another one we got. Watching videos of kids getting hurt. <laughs> see, I don't seek out these types of videos, but they are funny. You know which one I laughed at that I felt kind of bad? It's like the children crying from the Minion. The Minion TikToks, you know, where the kids, where the, they say they're doing their makeup. Yeah. And then they do the Minion makeup and all these little kids, like, look at themselves and, like, they try to play it off. But, like, they're vividly very upset and then they burst into tears. That is the funniest fucking trend I've ever seen on the internet. And maybe I will go to hell for it. But I get it. It is funny. It's just pure. It's pure. Okay, this submission sent me in a spiral. Double fisting a hot dog and a banana. They complement each other. Is this a troll? I don't think so. I know, but like, I just, I, I've been trying to like imagine the taste of a salty Costco hot dog and a banana. And I'm just, I think I'm just not vibing. I'm not seeing it. I I see it. I also eat things like, like my favorite snack is like candy corn and cheeses. It's like that like sweet and savory, you know? It's like you're putting like rice with bananas. A hot dog is a little different, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't try it. Like I might now need to try it. Now I, I kind of want to reach out and be like, what type of hot dog? Like full, like full order hot dog with everything on top, cream cheese, like Seattle dog or like just like a regular plain old hot dog. Like are you putting the banana on the hot dog? You might yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that was what I was saying is I was trying to imagine in my mind, like, is it like one double fisting? I was thinking one hot dog, one banana and like, yeah, bite, like bite, 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 bite. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to try it. We're gonna I'll do it for science. It. For science. I like that. All right. Shall we get into the episode, though? Because yeah. like today we have a good one. We have a good one. OK, let's get into it. Today, we're talking about the little things. We're focusing on the 
on the things in our lives and the positive things in our lives. We know like winter's been long. People have been a little messy, depressy. We're forgetting who we are. There's not that many things to be that excited about at the moment, but there are things to be excited about. So we're going to focus on those today. Appreciating the little things, baby. Okie dokie. So I would say for me, like I, I take a lot of shit for granted. Okay. I'm very dramatic. I, I will find one wrong thing and I'll blow that bitch up. I'll be like, why does life have to do me like this? But if I really were to like, kind of like slow down as they told me to do in therapy and be more (laughs) mindful um, and live in the present, this usually lets me just kind of like be grateful for the little things in my life and just overall look around and smell the roses, baby, because there are so many beautiful things in life if you give yourself a little moment to be present. Okay, so this is going to sound counterintuitive, but for like me to feel present, the best way I do is like think about either me as like a little kid running around my condo looking at all the cool stuff I have and all like, like, oh, cool, like you have a KitchenAid mixer. Like, that's so cool. Like, oh my God, look at all your clothes. (laughs) Look at your makeup. Like, look at your, wow, you're going to wear whatever you want. Like, look at these heels. And I just kind of like, um, like think about the little girl that would be so excited about my life. And I feel like that keeps me like in the present moment of like things I take for granted is like, oh, okay. Like you actually have this really cool life that you've built that, uh, that you as a little person would be so excited for. And then I do the opposite sometimes. Or I think about like when I'm 100, how I'm going to like really wish that I could go back and just live one more day as being a 28 year old, you know, like, oh, I wish yeah. I could go back to my, the when I lived at the condo and every Sunday I went to the farmer's market. I wish I could go back to those days. Those were the good old days. And when I think about like future me is super excited for the moment I'm living and like the past me is super excited for the moment that I'm living. It makes it reality checks the me in the present. That's like, you know what? I am excited about all this, all all the little things in life that make me happy. That's beautiful. <laughs> I guess I took it a little different of just like being in tune with your surroundings a little more because I feel like I took nature for granted. Hella. <laughs> when I moved to New York, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> So definitely even just like getting outside and like, I don't know, like resources, the world is dying. We don't know how long we got. So like really go outside, you know, touch plants, touch the trees, just (laughs) smell the dirt, (laughs) hug your family members. I don't know. Yeah. Take that time too. But I do agree. I I sometimes see that when I'm, I'm walking around and I'm really trying to live in the moment. I do also think about eight-year-old me if I were to tell her, like, oh, shit, bitch, you live in New York and, like, pursuing, like, fashion. Like, that's really cool. And it does make you gain some perspective on maybe things aren't going as easily as you expected them to. But maybe they're going. And you know what's funny is that things tend to get harder. So you look back at when you thought it was hard and you're like, oh, that was a piece of cake. (laughs) That wasn't even that bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe it's not even that bad. Um, I would say this is kind of uh, something that I am grateful for and I appreciate. That's kind of random. But I like having appliances that work. Have you ever had an appliance that doesn't fucking work? Or like an outlet that doesn't work? That shit drives me off the fucking wall. So sometimes I'm just like, wow, I'm grateful that I have like a nice kitchen where everything functions. Where like my heat 
heat, air conditioning in the summer, like just those little things. I'm like, God, thank God. Yeah, I I, I sometimes think about. I saw an ant the other day. <laughs> this is gonna sound so random, but I saw the ant the other day, and I was just fucking laughing because when me and Berenice signed our lease for this apartment that we needed desperately, it was like line item twenty seven was. I've been notified about the ant problem and I know that it's not going to be fixed in our lease, right? And like, like <laughs> which honestly in retrospect is so fucking funny that she would have put that in there. And that could just give you a little look into how bad the ant problem was. But I saw an ant outside and I was like, man, look at you just living your life and not being a problem. Like, love that for you. I will say I didn't even think the ant problem was that bad. I didn't either. I think I have more ants and like centipedes now in New York than like there was ever in Pullman. There was a mouse once. But, you know, silver linings. I brought all my friends together to go catch that shit because I was immobilized. (laughs) Some other little things I love and enjoy while living in the present. I would say like planning small things for yourself, even if you're having a bad day. When you are giving yourself some time to just like do self-care or have an activity that you enjoy. For me, I like to take myself on a little coffee date and I just play myself a little activity whether I'm bringing a book or I'm sketching or I'm going to write while I'm there. And it's just like a thing I do every now and then and I'll get an almond croissant and I'll sit there and sip my overpriced, beautiful display coffee. And I'm just like, "Mm, what a moment. I literally love those types of taking yourselves on dates are is super underrated. Like I love taking myself on a little date. I would say the little thing that like always gets me is a banger playlist. I love oh. a little a good playlist. And for y'all's enjoyment, I put together the little things of current bangers. It is giving very lesbian core. So <laughs> I don't know. I was like, wow, this is a super queer playlist. We love this for me. Anyway, so these are the bangers I'm playing lately. So I'll link it down below. But like, I swear a good playlist can just change the vibe, the mood, the everything. I mean, on on that note, music, baby. Music is life. Be grateful that there's music. Holy shit. I don't know what I'd do without it. I don't know. Sometimes I, I lose my headphones and I'm like, this is it. Like, this is my 13th reason. Like, no music, no life. No, honestly, if I go to the gym and my headphones die, I'm like going up to the freaking front desk and I'm like, do you guys have a charger? Do you have a micro USB? Because like I I can't do this. I'll go fucking sit in my car until my fucking headphones are charged again because I can't do it. The only reason I really work out is to just listen to EDM sets and have a good time. And vibe. And vibe. Yeah. Yeah, so appreciating the little things. And you know what? There's so much music out there and artists that you have not yet explored. So if you're Mm -hmm. having a bad day or you're feeling uninspired, put shuffle, put go to New Music Friday on Spotify and just listen to some new shit. You know, one of my favorite little pleasures is if I'm just like, I'm not feeling the day. I'm not feeling it. I'm at work and I'm like, I don't want to be here. I... Go find a new album I haven't listened to, and I sit there and listen to the album front to back while I'm doing my work. And I'm like, oof, someone curated this, and this is just a little moment. And even if not every song is a banger, it is a whole piece of art, you know, an album is. So a new album, great. 
I agree. I think in focusing with the little things, I think sometimes about some of the things that I take for granted. And something that I take for granted, obviously, like it's family, because like, I feel like obviously, they're there for me. But I could reach out more specifically to my grand grandma. I think grandparents are such like a beautiful thing to happen in this earth. Like I've never met a grandparent I didn't fuck with. Okay. Old people are the fucking best. Yeah. Um, so yeah, call your grandparents. If you still have your grandparents that are alive, like spend some time with them because they're pretty cool. Like I would say probably one of my best memories growing up was hanging out with like my grandma and her sisters and they had come to Seattle and I had had no friends cause I had just moved here. And in the summertime I would share our room with one of them and they would just tell me all their life stories and there's something so beautiful about listening to people that have lived so much more life than you. Like, and you can gain so much knowledge, humor is better, everything is better. So, you know, listen to those stories. Like, those stories are so, you have someone's whole life worth of stories. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, I have a grandma that's 100 and being able to talk to her on a regular basis basis is a really huge privilege and pr- pleasure. Well, my... <laughs> Mouth's going crazy. Anyways, but I know a lot of us don't have those older type of figures in our life. But let me tell you, some of the funnest volunteering work is at old people's homes. And you can just kick it. Like, honestly, sometimes you can just go over there and vibe. Like, they just really enjoy having younger people around. I'm just saying, like, sometimes... Like, you, you don't you don't go to grandparent, no problem. Go get one. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not exaggerating because it's just like, okay, I've done a lot of volunteering in my life. I love the environment, but sometimes on your day off, you don't want to be me, he, me... <laughs> you know, uh, knee deep in de-weeding and taking out of invasive species. That's a lot of work. If you do that kind of volunteering, more props to you. But you know, it's really easy and fun going and sitting with a hundred year old who is literally is just so excited to talk to someone that isn't fucking a hundred, you know, and they got some good stories and you're giving back to the community. So if you don't have old people, find old people. That's what I'm saying. Word. Others things i don't know if people take them for granted but pets yeah i just have such a special place i've never had my own pet obviously i've always been a roommate to animals but i wake up every morning and i look at this little bitch and i'm like i am so grateful for you thank you for what you do for me and sometimes i've met some pet owners that i'm like maybe it's what they do for you more than what you can do for them you know what i mean so love your animals okay they're not just there to make you feel better yeah, I little Cardi Party's been going on hikes and we've been going on hikes every weekend. And honestly, not only does she give me so much joy, I can't tell you how many people get so excited to see my dog in her little rain jacket that I paid <laughs> fucking I spent $60 on this rain jacket because I felt a little pressured for the rain jacket. I needed the rain jacket and then when I got to the counter, I kind of was like Ooh, do I return this rain jacket? This was the only rain jacket possible. Anyways, so I spent so much money on this goddamn <laughs> rain jacket, and at least she gets a shit ton of compliments. They're like, oh my God, it's a little doggy in a rain jacket. You're going to have to post a photo. I will, I will, I will. I'll get a photo of her on a little hike. She's worth it. She's worth all the money. Yeah. My one thing that I take for granted that I'm really working hard on is time, baby. I feel like I kind of just I forget that time is limited. So then I just like do things that don't make me happy um, or don't really add value or is just like 
just isn't really adding a lot to my life. So I'm trying to like get off of TikTok, get off of social media and not take my time for granted because like at the end of the day, when I'm 100 years old, I don't think I'm going to be sitting there like, oh, man, I wish I'd spent more time scrolling on TikTok. I just don't think that's what I'm going to be saying. I think I'm going to be more like, oh, wish I'd read more books or wish I had seen more of the world. So I'm trying not to take time for granted and know that time is limited and try to get out and see things with my eyeballs and smell things and invigorate the senses out in the real world with real people. I love that. I mean, I'm kind of in the opposite end of that one because I'm a bitch that like can't stop doing shit. <laughs> yeah. If, um, if anything, I I don't take that shit for granted at all. I think what I do that is little that I do want to work on and kind of goes back to when we first started talking is just like slowing down and taking not taking for granted the fact that I have right now the ability to like take a vacation like everything I feel like I've been doing has been like so goal oriented that I thought about it and I'm like oh my god I haven't planned any trips that is not surrounding like a music festival music festival so I was just surrounding like my trying to grow like my festival wear business and everything is like interconnected when is there a time to just do me if I have the ability to take that time just for me so in that aspect time to just relax and do nothing Um, If that's something you need, that's also something that you shouldn't take for granted. Try to do this as much as possible to appreciate what I've got, even in a bad situation. I take everything as a learning opportunity. I even if like you're not in the place that you want to be in life, I always think about like, how can I maximize my development like at this moment, right? I would say for an, as an example, obviously right now I'm an assistant buyer. I work in merch, like merch side of fashion. I never wanted to do this. Okay. (laughs) I'm a creative person. I want to be creative, but I wasn't really like, I had no aspiration to do the business side. Now all I'm doing for my job is the business side. And I realized that things are just like kind of lining up because I already have that creative side and now I'm learning. So even though not every day I like my job, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I hate this. I hate that I have to learn this. I am developing like another side essentially like of my brain and it's making me a way more of like a whole rounded person. I think that I really appreciate the thing of using it as like a learning opportunity. I think sometimes when you get something else put on your plate I feel like I always try to turn this in like, okay, how is this going to be a stepping stone for me instead of like, what can I do for the business? What can I do for the business that is also going to help me? Because as much as I, as much as I want to do my best work, I feel like I have to look out for number one, which is me. And so in little sly ways, I, and that's just me. I'm a fucking selfish ass bitch when it comes to work and working. No, no, because let me just say, no. we're facing layoffs in the industry. And yeah. bitch, I have been, my last job, I was laid off. I was furloughed. I was hired back. I was, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So you got to have to think about, and I'm just not motivated that much by like, oh, what can I do for this business? It's like, dude, what the fuck can I do for me? Me. Yeah. And reframing things like that makes it seem so much more worth it than, oh, yeah, like, my, my boss told me I had to do this. Yeah, my boss told me I had to do this, but how is this going to help me? Let's figure out how I can angle this so that I get benefit out of this. So at the end of the day, when I'm working, I'm working on myself. That's what I try to do. 
I don't know if that's a guilty, a little pleasure, but it's just something to reframe my thinking to make me feel better about my life and my where I'm at. 100%. And I think you can do this with anything like taking it as a learning opportunity. That also goes like with relationships. Like sometimes shit doesn't work out. Doesn't work. It's not going to work out. Okay. <laughs> but you have to ask yourself like, what the fuck did I learn from that? And oh, like, so if things hit the fan and something goes wrong, you have to think about maybe some of the good things that went right. You learn how you want to be treated. You learn what things you like in a partner, what things you don't want in a partner. And you for sure learn some lessons that when somebody else comes along, you can get ahead of that shit. <clears throat> so it doesn't happen again. So you're not repeating certain behavior, you know, and I think like if you take that opportunity to learn and to grow, then it makes it really worthwhile, even if you're having a bad moment or a bad time during it. And this might sound so fucking, I don't know, this might sound perverse, but honestly, when someone does something to fuck with me or to like piss me off or I don't know, when a relationship goes sour, I try to be like, "Mm, where's the story in this? Where's the good laugh? Like, where's the hearty har? And it, and it is like, in a way, I try to find something funny in bad situations. And to be honest, some of the exes that I have, I don't even fucking remember how badly they treated me because of how fucking funny, how much fun, how much fun I can make fun of them now, you know? Like, I took all of their weird fucking quirks and things that they did that, like, sometimes you forget about in a relationship, and now that is the story I tell about them, and it's fucking hilarious to me, okay? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, he has to take off all his clothes to shit, (laughs) you know? Like, a little, it's given a little weird, but, like, at the time, you know, I didn't want to judge. Yeah, like, you know, you could be like, like, I don't know, the, like, yeah, he was literally like, that's the best. Like, that's just so fucking hilarious. You know, he liked to tease his own cum. I thought it was a little weird, but like that, no judgment at the time. Yeah. Or like this one guy, he was like, he was like, really wanted me to choke him like really bad, you know, and I was like a little uncomfortable. And he, I just remember him just being like choke me harder and I was like oh my god you're gonna fucking die on me but he ended up talking so much shit and being kind of a terrible person but at least like I tell that story about him and that's the only memory I have of him (laughs) in my brain now yeah no kink shame if you like to be choked that's all good (laughs) sure (laughs) um (laughs) that's wow that was really derailed over this whole fucking topic let's get back on track dude oh my god (laughs) I'll expose all their weird shit, okay? There's a there's some weird shit out there that I was being kind and non-judgmental at the time. But Bro. now all bits are off. They hurt my feelings. <laughs> okay, this is this is kind of I honestly think we should kink shame people. I'm fucking over some of I'm I'm over some of this shit. Some of you guys are into some I'm I'm over it. I'm sorry. Some people and everyone who says we shouldn't kink shame is into like the most mild like stuff you know what i'm saying and then there's some people into some weird <laughs> shit that like you don't even know is that weird and then you start dating these people they start getting comfortable and then they start opening up themselves them holes and then you just know too much <laughs> them about holes. them yeah just opening all the holes yeah <laughs> all of them oh my god silver linings <laughs> 
So part of the little things, I think, is uh, turning a shit situation and finding a silver lining. Yes. This, actually, I think this happens a lot. I am a true believer that, that the universe just works in mysterious ways, all right? That it just lands you in, in good places after some bad experiences. I would say, like, one of my most, I guess, silver linings would be I had an MIP. I got arrested. I had the worst time of my life. But then this led me to go to an alcohol class that the university told me I had to take in order to keep going to school after I a shit show. Turns out all my homies were in that class, <laughs> including like the dude who became my boyfriend. And that's kind of like how we connected because we went to this class together and then we had to do like a survey. And then we ended up dating for like four years. Granted, we didn't make it forever, but like so many good memories. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and I would I have not gotten arrested, I would have not ended up at that alcohol class, and I would have not ended up dating this boy for like four and a half years. Another one, the sorority we were in, a gigantic fucking shit show, disgusting time. If I could do it again, I would do it just because I got to meet Ella fucking Tudor and some of my other friends. And. It's interesting because, like, because of the way sorority recruitment goes, like, you don't really know where you're going to end up. You hope someplace. And let me just say, I didn't end up where I wanted to be or I thought I wanted to be. Right. But I'm very thankful that everything happened the way that it did, because who knows if I had ended up where I wanted to end up, things could have not been as fucked up as they were. So I could have been brainwashed a little bit easy then and I could still be in it. I could still be a part of the cult, babes. That that is true. That that is I had not thought about that one. But see, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. <laughs> you know, something that happened that was really fucked up but changed my outlook on life. I broke my ankle, right? In a drunken stupor. It was a whole fucking thing. It gave me a totally different appreciation for first of all, who are my real homies? Who came to my house and visited me when I was on fucking crutches? Who picked me up and drove me places? You know, who was the real ones that checked in on me? It also provided me with some fucking perspective of how thankful I am to be privileged to move in my body the way that I want to. And I still hold that with me today. I wake up and I'm th I thank my body for all that it can do. And I feel like it kind of like... I don't know. It took away a lot of some of my like body consciousness because it's like you start focusing on not what your body looks like, but what your body can do for you. And when you kind of like make that per perspective mm. shift, you just love yourself and your body, not because of how it looks, because that can change. And so can honestly yeah. your ability. But like, I don't know, just appreciating my body to. And now I run 10 miles and I'm like, God, I cannot believe my body did that. I'm so thankful. And it is like a little thing that just makes me value every day. Yeah. And an exercise that you can do to, you don't have to get hurt to like kind of <laughs> get this experience, um, but you can do something, it's called like a cripple walk. There has to be another name for it. That might be problematic. I don't know. That's when, when I did it, that was what it was called. And this is also like a social like justice type of like workshop thing that talks about ableism. So if you have some time, try to do your morning routine, like getting to work or getting to wherever it is that you're going thinking how you would do it if you were like in a wheelchair so no stairs like deep hills like no like really yeah. think about the way that society has like placed everything surrounding ableism right and that that will give you some perspective of being grateful for being able to a walk and to how fucked up 
um, the infrastructure is surrounding yeah, able bodies. We don't even have goddamn sidewalks on my street. No, it'd be impossible. It'd be impossible. With that, also how you put clothing on, how yeah. you do pretty much anything. So uh, if you want to do an exercise, that would be a good one to gain some perspective on how you move your body and what your body does for you every day. Silver linings. Uh, we've talked about a little bit, touched on the breakups. I really do believe that every time somebody has hurt my feelings, I've only gotten stronger. Like, baby, what doesn't kill you may give you PTSD, yes. But also, it has made me a funnier version of myself, a wittier version of myself, a hotter version of myself for fucking sure, and a smarter version of myself. And another version of myself that takes no shit from anybody, bro. Like, you are able to capture, like, the things that went wrong in the past, and you're able to cut through people's bullshits way faster so at the end of the day, you're only going to become a better, more independent, more beautiful version of yourself if you're going through a shit time for a while. Like healing really is a process, but it's also beautiful to allow yourself to let go of things that don't serve you. Couldn't set it better myself, baby. Makes mm-hmm. you stronger. It makes you stronger. And with that, getting older. Okay, getting older is a concept that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Obviously, like, I'm I'm 26 years old. A lot of my friends are reaching 30s or in their 30s. And they're like, oh, my God, 30. Personally, every year I get older, I fuck with myself more. Like, growing up, I was pretty fucking insecure. I didn't really know who the fuck I was. I was trying to assimilate. The older I get, the more comfortable I am with myself, the funnier I think I am, the more I like me, the more like I'm just comfortable in my own body, the more I get to explore who I am. And I just fuck with me, you know, and then that just comes with like every year, I just get to know myself a little better. And I am grateful for that. And I can't wait to be fucking 30 because I I will even fuck with myself even more at 30. You know, I totally agree. I'm 28. I'm knocking on 30's door and I'm very excited. But honestly, I view getting older as a privilege. I truly do. I think that when you're around someone who's 100 years old, you're like, damn, I like people are shocked that she's 100 because they're not a lot of people make it that that long. And we don't know how many days we have on this universe. And I do not like watching the news, but sometimes I do on the treadmill. I just it catches my eye. But honestly, (laughs) tragic shit can happen and no day is guaranteed. So the fact that I'm like 28, like, dude, if you think if I think back in my life, I could have died like 10, 15, 20 fucking different times. So the fact that I'm here seems like a goddamn blessing. And I'm excited for every day that I have. And so that's why I'm excited to get older is because it's like, if I get the opportunity to get older, fucking rad, dude. I'm pumped. Not everybody gets uh, that. Yeah, not everybody gets that. That is very true. Sometimes I think about that because I was a teenager that was like live fast, die young. Yeah. I I don't want to die young no more. I got shit. I got shit to do. <laughs> so every day's a blessing. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, as you get older, at least for me, I've thought I've definitely valued more taking care of myself so that I can like age a little bit more gracefully you know I feel like I was get I was being really hard on my body I'm trying to stretch mm-hmm. more I'm not drinking I'm doing everything that I can to make sure that I am staying healthy for future me so that future me can be thankful for like all the fucking yoga I did trying not to fucking to get rid of my sciatic pain all right putting on sunscreen yeah oh big one big one you know i'm huge on sunscreen please put on sunscreen i know i fucking those tanning beds i'm like making up for lost time for being in a tanning bed every day for fucking five years 
I mean, I, I can't judge. I've been drinking for like 10 years of my life. That That's not aging me gracefully. <laughs> you know, getting honestly, getting pap spears, getting checkups, blood work done, getting my teeth cleaned, the things that I don't really want to do, but like are kind of little privileges that I'm so excited for. And that honestly, I haven't always had, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Healthcare is not accessible to everybody. Yeah. Well. I guess we can wrap up the episode by just saying, I know it's hard to be an optimistic bitch sometimes, but I've been, I haven't been meeting some people and, you know, he said something cool. He was just like, sometimes the worst situations have just turned out to be even like the best experiences. And I was just like, oh, he's drinking my type of Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know, having some faith that things like are just going to work out at the end. I, I don't know if this is just like a way to manifest that things are just going to work out at the end. But I have always had faith that things are just going to work out, that even a bad situation can be turned around, that something's going to come good out of something, even it's going to take a while. And it does. But it does take time. You know, I, I think the thing is about optimism is the opposite is pessimism and thinking that everything's going to go wrong and the worst thing is going to happen and da 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 da. And I know that's how some people's brains are wired, but that alternative is just not as fun and it is not as helpful. Yeah, I'd rather be like a delusional yeah. optimist, which I am. Me too. And has that has that gotten me into certain predicaments? Yeah, because I expect the best out of every situation. Every situation, but everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, yeah. But, like, then I realize that the people that can meet it and the situations that meet it are just my type of vibe. Hell <laughs> you yeah. You know what I mean? Except of always expecting the worst out of everybody. Maybe give yourself a chance to just, like, hope a little. Just a little. Yeah. Hold on to hope, baby. I know, like, literally sometimes the world feels like it's, like, trash, trash, dumpster fire falling apart. But I'm optimistic. I see young people who are on the right track, you know, like, younger than me. I feel old at this point. I see, like, 10, 12-year-olds who are are not down for bullying, who are being the full version of themselves at a young age. And I'm like, I'm living for this. I see people going to college being actually themselves. Like, you know how many people in our college still like weren't allowed, like allowed to be out mainly for safety reasons because the university we went to, I wouldn't be like, I'm sorry, I wouldn't like if I was a gay man, I probably wouldn't be out either. But the fuck somebody would like probably kill me. But seeing people like celebrate who they are is like, it's beautiful to me. And to see like, there is like some sort of progress going, okay, it's not going to go as fast as we want it to go. But like people are making strides to create a better society at the end of the day. You know, and I think that sometimes there's a lot of negativity and a lot of bigotry that is broadcasted. And let me say, these people have always been bigoted, right? Like we have, it's not like they've regressed. It's just they're being louder. We've always had these type of people in the world. And there's way more people on the right side of history than ever. And if I can just think in my lifetime, how I've been able to grow into being the version of myself that I want to be, which is saying whatever the fuck I want to say, whatever the fuck I want to say it. Loving whoever the fuck I feel like loving, wearing whatever the fuck I feel Mm -hmm. like wearing, then, you know, things are going to be okay. (laughs) You betcha, baby. Plugs of the week. All right, for my plug of the week, I am plugging Handsome Girly. Um, She's on TikTok. Her name is Grace. 
She's the creator of Star Muffs. She lives in LA. Essentially, she does make earmuffs, but she also makes really cool hats. And she's dropping a collection based on Adventure Time, which I think is really cool. So go check her out on TikTok. You can go if you like. You want to see her personality and her work, or you can also just like go check out her website. It's at handsomegirly.com. Well, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. We appreciate you. We love you. We believe in you. Stay safe. Stay as optimistic as you can be. Sending you lots of love and light. Uh, As always, please subscribe to our podcast and send this to a friend that might need a little pep in their step. Pick me up. (laughs) Yeah. An espresso Um, shot for the soul. Yeah. (laughs) And then go follow us on our socials. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram at things number four, your concern. You can go follow me at Bernice ADSM. And I'm at LL Tutor. Sweet. Love y'all. Bye. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.